0: Join me on the journey of being transfigured into the image of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Love and Shalom in Yeshua. Hey, hello everyone, this is Mark Joshua. Uh, Welcome to, um, you can see me, you can hear me or see me on uh, different channels today. You can check me out on YouTube or Facebook but also podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Mark, Mark with a C, Joshua. Um, I'm on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and you can find me my YouTube channel uh, by my name, Mark Joshua. I also have this uh, a personal webpage, um, Facebook page, Mark Joshua. So um, you, you might hear me now on a podcast or see me uh, in, in this video. But I really like to welcome you uh, to my journey of being transfigured into the image of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. And then I'd like to welcome you to join me on this journey. And that's why I'm giving all these teachings and uh, sharing from my heart, heart to heart. Uh, as some of you might know, I'm the founder of The Journey. It's a church planting ministry. We plant house churches and once a month, all the house churches come together and we come together, uh, gather around the presence of Jesus. Um, we really believe in, the, in, in in hosting his presence and that we, as Second Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, when we behold him, his glory as in a mirror, we, we will be transfigured and we go from glory to glory to be more and more transfigured into his image, in the image of Jesus Christ. So that's the vision for the journey and heart to heart is really, a um, the, the ministry to uh, help people in their re- heart-to-heart relationship with God. We're all we're all called to have a heart-to-heart relationship with the living God, Yahweh, uh, to to have a living relationship with Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit by communion with the Holy Spirit. And with heart-to-heart, we give workshops. Uh, how you uh, people are really being activated to live a Uh, life in communion with the Holy Spirit and use the gifts of the Holy Spirit and learn how to have intimacy with Jesus and uh, yes you learn how to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit as well so the gift of prophecy the gift of uh, words of knowledge or the gift of healing and uh, that's what we do we also have uh, events we have uh, healing events called miracle fest we like to organize uh, healing events all over the world to activate people uh, also to do more outreach to, to reach out to people on the streets everywhere they go to have a lifestyle of outreach and also to um but also event of healing we really fa- sense uh the stewardship uh, of the old general uh, generals that 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 are past that are already gone to heaven we sense the stewardship to to go on what what they have done like Catherine Coleman and also uh with a general that's still living Benny Hinn with this, th- these um, healing events, we, we sense that we need to steward it for the next generation. So that's what we do. We organize it. We started uh, in 2019. Uh, we did a miracle fest in Thailand, Bangkok. Uh, and we also had a miracle fest in uh, Amsterdam, Enschede, there several cities here in the Netherlands. Uh, as you might know, as you might hear from my accent, I'm, I'm European, I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, but I'm, I'm speaking English because I like to reach more people internationally. Uh, our services, our gatherings are mostly are also in, in English. Um, we do that on purpose to reach the world. Um, where The Bible says go into the world and preach the gospel, right? So that's what we're doing. Uh, our heart is to really uh, make disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, the great commandment, uh, Matthew 28, verse 19. Going through all the world and make disciples of all the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and teach them what I have taught you. And everything we have been taught is by the Holy Spirit, because Jesus said, I will send a substitute. When I go back to heaven, this substitute will will teach you everything um, and will give you, tell you the things what I have said, and, and, and still am saying. Uh, because he will take things from the heart of the Father to us. And I'm wearing a, um, a crew neck right now. This, uh, this sweater I'm wearing is from Heart to Heart, our ministry. So you can check that out on uh, on Facebook or Instagram. Our Ministries the journey or Heart to Heart. So anyway, that's a, a short introduction. Um, I haven't done uh, teaching in a while. Uh, it, it has been a month, I think. Uh, I just became a dad again Uh, if you're watching this watching this video you can see living room Um, my wife was it was her birthday last week so that's why you see some balloons hanging here but I'm just sitting here in my living room using this opportunity to um, tell you about Jesus and share from my heart heart to heart Um, you were living in critical times we're living in times of, I believe, Matthew 24. Um, you can, um, I'll, I'll do more teachings about that. But if you know my podcast and know my teachings online, you, you heard some teachings about Matthew 24, uh, the times we're living in. But in these times, you hear a lot of voices and also um, distracting voices of the voice of the Lord, because the Lord is our true shepherd. And the Bible says that the sheep will hear his voice. And they will recognize his voice. And that's why it's so important that we have his voice um, speaking through us, right? That we hear his voice and translate that into the world for others to hear as well. So with all these lies being spread all over the world, I, I, I believe it's so important that we hear from the truth because there's only one truth. And that's Jesus Christ because he's the way, the truth and the life. And nobody can come through the Father than through Him, and it's an it's a narrow road, um, but it's all worded, and it's all um, it's also this life of a Christian, this life in communion with Him, is so amazing, and I, I would I would uh, um, recommend it to everyone. Um, I want to share about Jesus, uh, uh, the cross, and His blood today. I might do more parts but I'll just start it's gonna be a Bible study so please um, um, get your Bible open your Bible with me and we're gonna read from the amplified classic translation and the passage passage translation but it's so much to talk about if you talk about the cross and his blood Uh, it it all the gospel is all it all began with uh, Jesus coming on earth as the Son of God Um, and and also being uh, that sacrifice for all of humanity. Um, So it's it's really the core of the gospel, what he did on the cross for us more than 2000 years ago uh, in Jerusalem. And that's when everything started. The life as a Christian starts with believing what he did for us on the cross, that he became sin for us on the cross, that he died after three days uh, that he rose from the that that he died and rose from the dead after three days uh, So that's really the core of Christianity. So I want to talk go more deep into that in, in, in With scripture so I want to keep it very scriptural today um, So let's uh, look uh, up uh, Deuteronomy um, Chapter 21 verse 23 uh, It says here And if a man this is from first 22 and if a man has committed a sin worthy of death, and he is put to death and afterward you hang him on a tree his body shall not remain all night upon the tree but you shall sh- you sh- you shall surely bury him on the same day for a hanged man is accursed by god thus sh- shall you shall not defile your land which the lord your God gives you for an inheritance so it says here that um, God a, a hangman is accursed by God so it, if, if the Bible also says in other translation that uh, a man that hangs on a tree is cursed and we're going to read from uh, Galatians 3 verse 13 right now and this is from the passage the Passion Translation um, it says here Yet Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For it is written, everyone who is hung upon a tree is doubly cursed. So, Jesus, uh, this is in first, this is verse 14. Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place and in doing so, Dissolve the curse from our lives so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon even non-jewish believers And now God gives us the promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in him It's so beautiful that Jesus took our place as a curse on the cross and now we can experience all the blessings of Abraham all the promises God gave to Abraham we can experience it even as non-jewish believers because we all must know because you might think like if you're watching and you're thinking like man I'm not a believer uh, 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 it doesn't really make sense the law for to, to me but you should know that the Jewish people were they are a chosen nation and God gave them the, the, the law and that was that was the law also for, to live with God, the living God, the creator of heaven and earth, how to live with him. And, and there was this set of rules, the law. And if you um, fulfill that law, if you follow that law, you can live with God. And and also that nation of Israel can live with God if they obeyed God through that law. And but but um, it was so hard to follow the whole law it was it was very hard to do so there was there were priests always uh, interceding for the people with God in the temple so that's what the curse of the law means that he dissolved that curse uh, from our lives because that law um, also immediately was uh, was also the law of death because uh, because of the law there was also sin the sin was exposed in people's lives because of that law. And that's what Jesus took on the cross for all of us. And it says here, and now God gives us the promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in him. Believing in Jesus is not just like, uh, for example, uh, the devil believes in Jesus, that he is the Messiah, right? But he doesn't give his life to him or uh, adheres to him or trusts him in the way we as Christians do uh, so believing in him is a, something active is something you you um, you tr- you entrust him with your life you believe in him exactly who he is without any lie in it you believe Jesus for who he truly is and you give your life to him in that way so when you do that you get the gift the beautiful wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit and that's true life that's why If you believe in Jesus you get that gift of the Holy Spirit Um, and and there's no life without the Holy Spirit we need to have a life with the Holy Spirit but I'm gonna do a teaching about the Holy Spirit as well Um, so yeah uh, Jesus became a curse he he hung on a tree for us he became sin for us and that means uh, sin uh, you have a plural form of sin that's sins but um, uh, it says here that he became sin and that he became the sin of disobedience. That's the biggest sin actually disobedient being disobedient to God and that's what he also took on him. So he took our place on the on the cross and it says here that he hung on a tree and we all know that that cross was made from a tree right So that's why it says that he was uh, uh, that he was cursed for us. And we can read from the Old Testament, we can read uh, all these prophecies uh, about jesus it was like a foreshadow uh, of jesus what jesus came to do for us and we can read it from uh, genesis 22 verse 8 let's look that up um, again i'm going to read from amplified classic uh, edition i love this tr- translation so much and i love uh, teaching from the bible i love the scriptures I love God. I, you know, I, I always read the scriptures to find Jesus in the scriptures and to meet Him, and that's that's that took my life as a Christian to another level to meet Jesus in the Bible. Uh, so you can, there's also a, a prophecy about Jesus here in Genesis 22, verse eight, because you all know that the, all the scriptures, the whole word of, word of God, is Jesus, right? Because he's the living Word of God, and he fulfilled everything. He fulfilled all the Scriptures, um, Jesus. So, in uh, chapter twenty-two, verse eight, we can read this. Uh, Abraham said, "My son, God Himself will provide a lamb for the burnt offering." So the two went on together. Uh, God asked Abraham. I'm just gonna explain a little what 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 um, what the Bible speaks of here. Uh, God asked Abraham to offer up his son Isaac and Abraham was on his way with Isaac to uh, to to sacrifice uh, Isaac Uh, but Isaac said to Abraham this is for seven and Isaac said to Abraham my father and he said here I am my son Isaac said here are the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for the burnt offering for the burnt sacrifice and Abraham said my son god himself will provide a lamb for the burnt offering so the two went on together and when when i came to the place of which god had told him abraham built an altar there and then he laid the wood in order and bound isaac his son and laid him on the altar on the wood and abraham stretched forth his hand and took hold of the knife to slay his son But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he answered, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad, or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear and will fear God, since you have not held back from me or begrudged, giving me your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering and an ascending sacrifice instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day on the Mount of the Lord it will be provided. So as you can see here, uh, the Lord provided for a ram but not a lamb because the lamb still had to come and that's Jesus Christ. So it was... Uh, Abraham was prophesying when he said the Lord will provide for a lamb he was prophesying uh, about Jesus and they got a ram instead of a lamb at that time Um, and also it was also the way you know John 3 for 16 says that God so loved the world that that he gave his only begotten son Jesus Christ forever believed in believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life it's really what Abraham did here is a foreshadow of what God was planning to do to give his only begotten son and jesus christ is the son of god we are sons of god we are a son of god but jesus christ is the son of god and the only begotten son uh, the firstborn what the bible also says and he sowed jesus for us i'm gonna read more about that later in the scriptures but again i'm gonna do a, a bible study today so please get your bibles and Jump with me into the scriptures and let it become alive for you. And as I go on, I just want to pray. Oh, Jesus, uh, I pray that you will make yourself known to everyone that's listening and watching. I pray that you you show yourself by the power of your Holy Spirit. I pray that you arrest everyone with the power and love of your spirit. Father God, I pray that you will show your son to everyone because he's the answer to everything. He's the way, the truth, and the life. There's no life without him. He's the resurrection and the life. Oh, Jesus, we worship you and we thank you. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you and lead us into the scriptures as we read. Let it become alive and let us uh, instruct us, teach us everything, Holy Spirit, because you're our teacher. Have your way in everyone that's listening and watching in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen so yeah um, I'm gonna go on the Lord will provide you know the Lord this is the first time in the Bible that uh, God is being called God the provider this is in uh, uh, Genesis chapter 22 verse 14 Uh, Abraham said the Lord will provide and the Lord will provide for things for his purposes you know the Lord will become a, a provider in your life when you start to live for him you will provide for the things of his purposes when you live for his purpose you will really know him as a provider and because abraham called the lord will provide uh, the lord uh, as a, as a provider when he provided for a ram right so that was all for his purposes and that's also what god came did with with with, with jesus um so, uh, in first 18 it says and in your seed is christ shall all the nations of the earth be blessed by him bless themselves because you have heard and obeyed my voice that's the promise of god for abraham so that seed is jesus and i'm going to read more about that later but jesus christ uh god god um Said here because I just we just read from in Galatians that the, the blessings for Abraham will be our blessing. Uh, it says here in verse uh, 17, in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your descendants like the stars of the heavens and like the sand of the seashore. And your seed will possess the gate of his enemies. And in your seed, it's Christ. It says here in brackets, Christ shall. All the nations of the earth be blessed and by him bless themselves because you have heard and obeyed my voice. That's a promise. That, that's a blessing. That's the blessing of Abraham. And from Abraham uh, also the seed came. That's Christ. Um, and that seed is also planted in the earth for us. And we're the Christians, the sons and the children of God are all the, it's the harvest of that seed. That's Jesus Christ. So that's amazing um as a seed as you all know a seed has to has, has to die beneath the ground before it can flourish and and carry fruit that's why jesus had to die on a uh, die on a cross also he had to die and he went um, beneath the earth he was he was he died for, and for three days um, um he had to uh and he and he was raised again after three days that's what i wanted to say he was raised from the dead after three days and then the fruit came right and that, that's what we, that's what we can see all over the world right now is the food what he has done more than two thousand years ago so um let's go uh to leviticus uh chapter 14 verse 13 i'm gonna share something about um what what's so important? The priests there were there was a priestly order in the temple, and they always had to uh, intercede for the people. What I said earlier, uh, people that sinned, people they were there to intercede for the people, but also to uh, bring sacrifices all the time. That's why you know, like a, like a firstborn lamb, they had to sacrifice it for the sins of the people. And that's what priests did in the temple. And of course, they were there to minister to God all the time. Uh, But you can read this in Leviticus 14 verse 13, because now you know what that law means and what Jesus came to fulfill and also what it means. Why it is so important to see Jesus as the Lamb of God, that he was a sacrifice as well. He was a high priest, but also a sacrifice. So let's read from Leviticus. chapter 14 verse 13. I hope you're enjoying this teaching. So this is uh, uh, Leviticus 14 verse 13 from the Amplified Classic Edition. It says here, I'm gonna read from uh, verse 11. And the priest who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed and these things before the lord at the door of the tent of meeting Uh, the priest shall take one of the male lambs and offer it for a guilt or trespass offering and the lock of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the lord he shall kill the lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the sacred place the court of the tabernacle For as the sin offering is the priests, so is the guilt or trespass offering it is most holy and the priest shall take some of the blood of the guilt or trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the great toe of his right foot so uh, in leviticus you can read all the um, rituals that had to do with the blood and there was all always cleansing of blood uh, and that was also in the temple in the tent of meeting. They had to cleanse objects, but also they had to cleanse. Uh, they had to kill birds, sprinkle blood over people uh, to be cleansed. And so the blood is a cleansing thing in blood. There is life and how how precious is the blood of Jesus Christ? Because through him, there's cleansing through him. There's redemption. So the, so Jesus was that lamb. You can read here. And that the priest always had to take a lamb and kill it uh, as uh, uh, to take the place of sin of people. And um, um, so let's go on from Psalm uh, 22. You can read that uh, King David was prophesying uh, about Jesus death on the cross. And it's 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 so it's so beautiful to see that in the Old Testament there were a lot of prophecies about Jesus. And that also, it's amazing to read that that King David actually had a lot of revelation about the Son of God, uh, Jesus. I, I really personally believe that that King David knew God the Father, but also also His Son Jesus, uh, because even in Psalm Psalm two, <clears throat> excuse me, in Psalm two, you can read that uh, that David prophesied about. Uh, uh, the Father and his King you know God and his King his anointed one so I truly believe that King David got a lot of revelations about Jesus and that's also you can read it in Psalm 22 Uh, and it's I'm gonna read from uh, first 14 to 18 so can you look look uh, look it up with me Psalm 22 uh, from first 14 to 18 Uh, King uh, King David he's uh, he's prophesying about Jesus death on the cross here says here excuse me I'm poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint my heart is like wax it is softened with an anguish and melted down within me my strength is dried up like a fragment fragment of fragment of clay pottery with thirst my tongue cleaves to my jaws and you have brought me into the dust of death for like a pack of dogs they have encompassed me a company of evildoers has, in, has encircled me that pierced my hands and my feet I can count I can count all my bones the evildoers gaze at me that part my clothing among them cast lots my raiment a long shirt like garment a seamless under tunic so it says here that this this describes uh jesus on the cross and also it's so uh you know his bones were exposed his uh, his skin he was skinned completely and, and his bones were exposed uh, you know also in the bible says that his his beard was uh ripped from his face and if you know if you in the bible you can read in john 19 verse 23 and 24 that they also cast lots for for his raiment for his clothing they they were they were um casting lots to to uh uh get his clothing to to win his clothing and so these were all this is all prophetic what what uh, king david wrote down here and as you all know, um, Isaiah 53 is really about uh, Jesus as a sacrifice. We can read it uh, in Israel uh, with some still some religious Jews. So not the M- in Messiah uh, believing Jews, uh, they, they don't read 20, 50, uh, Isaiah 53. is like a forbidden chapter because it's so clearly about Jesus Christ. Uh, we can read it here. Uh, let's read it together. This is Isaiah 53, who has believed, trusted in, relied upon and clung to our message of that which was revealed to us and to whom has the arm of the Lord been disclosed for the servant of God grew up before him like a tender plant and like a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, royal, kingly pomp that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected and forsaken by men, a man of sorrows and pains and acquainted with grief and sickness. And like one whom, from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we did not appreciate his worth or have seen or have any esteem for him. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses and distresses and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignore ignorantly considered him stricken smitten and afflicted by god as if with leprosy so you can read here like jesus became like a leper and those time lepers were awful to look at and avoided but jesus became this for us and but he was wounded for our transgressions this is verse five he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone uh, to his own way. And the Lord has made to light upon him the guilt and iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, yet when he was afflicted, he was submissive and opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and as a sheep before his sharers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth you can read here that jesus really was like a lamb he was submissive and he was led to the slaughter um and that's uh, that, that describes it perfectly why he's called the lamb of god by oppression and judgment he was taken away and as for his generation who among them considered that he was cut off the land of the living stricken to his death for the transgression of my Isaiah's people to whom the stroke was due as they assigned him a grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death although he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth it says here as you all know um, he got assigned to a grave when Jesus died uh, he was assigned to a grave of joseph arimathea i believe is his, was his name and so he was it says here that he was with a rich man in his death he had a grave with the wicked so he, he was assigned to a grave and it says here in first 10 yet it will yet it was the will of the lord to bruise him he has put him to grief and made him sick when you when you and he make his life an offering for sin and he has risen from the dead in time to come he shall see his spiritual offspring he shall prolong his days and the will and pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand amen and it says here in verse 11 he shall see the fruit of the travail of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge of himself which he possesses and possesses and imparts to others shall my uncompromisingly righteous one my servant justify many and make many righteous upright and in right standing with god for he shall bear their iniquities and their guilt with the consequences says the lord therefore will i divide him a portion with the great kings and rulers and he shall divide the spoil with the mighty because he poured out his life unto death and he let himself be regarded as a criminal and be numbered with the transgressors yet he bore and took away the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors the rebellious that's also in luke 22 verse 37 where you can read that so jesus he became a sa- the sacrifice for us and you can read also here that he would have offspring from doing this but well, he was regarded as a criminal but a- because the, the cross was really the most um, only um, criminals uh, it was really like like the, the electric chair nowadays in those days the cross was like that kind of uh, um, weapon of death that the kind of way of, of, of dying was uh, the cross like the electric chair nowadays so Jesus was they they regarded him as a criminal so you might think like why did Jesus have to uh, why was it so explicit this death I, I really believe that it was so explicit because he took all of the sin of the world on him can you imagine if you would have the most sinful man on earth uh, and that's what Jesus took on him at that time all of the sins of mankind he became sin he became a curse that's why it was so harsh the way he died and that's why people uh, when I looked at him there was no beauty there was all he was just you know what, what I what we read earlier all his bones were exposed and it was so it was so terrible to see and that's why in that time it was so hard for people to um, to see or believe that he was the Messiah because they had a total utter picture of how the Messiah would would be but if you read this this prophecies all these prophecies in the Old Testament you can read that he had to die he had to be a sacrificial lamb for all of humanity and but I also believe with all of my heart that uh, that you know if you love someone God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son Jesus had so much love for the for the sinners and for the lost that he made a proclamation on the cross like for example if someone tells you like man I'm, I, I would die for you because I love you so much I would take a bullet for you or you know um, that's what Jesus did he, he did this was a proclamation of his love for us he loves us so much it even died that kind of terrible death for us so let's go on um, th- this is from the Old Testament some some revelation of who Jesus was, so uh, from the Torah and the um, Tanakh, uh, but but now we're gonna read from the New Testament uh, w- uh, the, uh, about Jesus' death on the cross and his blood, because you are you are still listening to my teaching of Jesus, the cross and his blood, and his blood. And so let's go to um, the New Testament. Let's go to Hebrews seven, verse. 24 to 28 i'm gonna read from the Passion translation right now i'm gonna look it up please look it up as well let's do some bible study here let's jump into the scriptures it's so important to stick with the the word of god and to really uh, know the word of god especially in these times where there are so many lies so many voices of lies we need to know the truth and the truth of the word of god so let's go to hebrews 7 verse 24 to 28 It says here. Unlike the former high priest, he is not compelled to offer daily sacrifices. They uh, the Bible speaks here of the priests of the old covenant. They had to bring sacrifice first for their own sins, then for the sins of the people. But he, Jesus, finished the sacrificial system once and for all when he offered himself the law appointed flawed man as high priest but god's promise sealed with his oath which succeeded the law appoints a perfect son who is complete forever this is so amazing that jesus is also a high priest because we read from here uh, um, i'm gonna read from first uh, 24 the same chapter first chapter 7 from in, in hebrews the book hebrews but Jesus permanently holds his priestly office, since he lives forever and will never have a successor. So he is able to save fully from now throughout eternity everyone who comes to God through him, because he lives to pray continually for them. He is the high priest who perfectly fits our need, holy, without a trace of evil, without the ability to deceive incapable of sin and exalted beyond the heavens that's jesus our high priest and you know the amazing thing is that he also he is a high priest but he also is that sacrifice like the, the high priest had to sacrifice in the past like a lamb he's also that lamb so he's a high priest but he also sacrificed himself as that lamb so you see how amazing jesus is he's the high priest he's the lamb you know he's everything so that's, that's how amazing Jesus is. And let, let, let's, go to, um, uh, let's go on from the New Testament and read about Jesus and the importance of the cross and his blood. Um, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20 to 28. I'm going to read a lot from the scriptures, but this is a Bible study. So please look up uh, this chapter with me. And uh, let's do some Bible study. Let's, you know, I pray for the love for the word in your heart, that you you receive more love for the word. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20 to 28. Let's look that up. Okay, I'm going to read a, a lot, but but it's going to be very good. This is from the Passion Translation, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20 to 28. But the truth is, Christ is risen from the dead as the first fruit of a great resurrection harvest of those who have died. So as I said before, he was like a seed and now there there will be a great resurrection harvest of those who have died. There's a great resurrection harvest. For since death came through a man, Adam, it is fitting that the resurrection of the dead has also come through a man, Christ. Even as all who are in Adam die, so all who are in Christ will be made alive. But each one in his proper order. Christ, the firstfruits, then those who belong to Christ in his presence. Then the final stage of completion comes when he will bring to an end every other rulership, authority, and power, and he will hand over his kingdom to Father God. Until then, he's destined to reign as king until all hostility has been subdued and placed under his feet. And the last enemy to be subdued and eliminated is death itself. The father has placed all things in subjection under the feet of Christ. Yet when it says all things, it is understood that the father does not include himself. For he is the one who placed all things in subjection to to Christ. However, when everything is subdued and it's in submission to him, then the Son Himself will be subject to the Father, who put all things under His feet. This, so the Father God will be everything in everyone. Wow, so beautiful. So, yeah, I, I, I don't want to add anything to this because it says everything here already what I wanted to say. Um, Jesus is like the last Adam. Uh, in the Garden of Eden, we they walked with God in communion, but because of sin, they were separated from the communion with God, walking with God. And now Jesus was is like the last Adam, who brings us back into a new kind of human race. So in Christ, we become like Christ, and we become we can have this union with God again by the Holy Spirit. That's why the promise of the Holy Spirit is so important. That's. we read earlier that's when you when you believe in christ you get the promise of the holy spirit and that's that's that life in his presence and that's when you become that's when you come to live in christ the christ is the last adam um so that's so important to know that's what what he also came to do that's also the, the 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 complete work what jesus did on the cross for us um Let's read from. um, Wait a second. Okay. Let's read from uh, first forty-five to forty-eight. It says here. For. Okay, let, let, I'm going to read from verse 43. Do you Are you still enjoying this teaching? Please read with me from the scriptures. Uh, the, it says here, The body is sown in decay, but it will be raised in immortality. It is sown in humili- humiliation, but will be raised in glorification. It is sown in weakness, but will be raised in power. If there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body for it is written the first man adam became a living soul the last adam became the live life-giving spirit that's jesus the last adam however the spiritual didn't come first the natural precedes the spiritual the first man was from the dust of the earth the second man is the lord jehovah from the realm of heaven the first one made from dust has a race of people just like him who are made from dust the one who sent from heaven has a race of heavenly people who are just like him you see Uh, so uh, when you're born again by the holy spirit when you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior when you receive him uh, you receive the life-giving spirit and then you'll be um, like people heavenly people are just like him The last Adam once we carried the likeness of the man of dust but now let us carry the likeness of the man of heaven amen so we become like Jesus Christ we become Christ like we become like heavenly people Um, so yes let's let let us carry the likeness of the man of heaven let let us carry the likeness of Jesus Um, so I'm gonna right now I'm gonna round up um, I hope you enjoyed this teaching you can look up all the scriptures i'm gonna in the description of uh, all my podcasts or the youtube videos or the facebook uh, video i'm gonna put this description in the description all the scriptures we just read uh, but now uh, let's read from to finish up let's read from uh, colossians 1 chapter 1. now sometimes you know you can really preach or you know, share from your heart, but you know the best way to share from is really from the Word of God because it says everything uh, and um, yeah it it's uh, it will remain heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God will always exist. hallelujah, yeah, just drinking some coffee and some water, um okay. Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 12 to 22. Your hearts can soar with joyful grat- gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. He has rescues, rescued us completely from the tyrannic, tyrannical, tyrannical rule of darkness has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved son hallelujah that's amazing man just let this sink in what i just read its so amazing you really need to meditate on the word of god so it says here in verse 14 for in the Son, all our sins are canceled and we have the release of redemption through his very blood so there's redemption in the blood of jesus christ there is a life in his blood. He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God, and the firstborn hair of all creation. For in him was created the universe of things. But in the heavenly realm and on the earth, all that is seen and all that is unseen. Every seat of power, realm of government, principality, and authority, it all exists through him and for his purpose. You see how sovereign how sovereign jesus is he exists existed before anything was made and now everything finds completion in him that's verse 17. verse 18 he's the head of his body which is the church and and since he is the beginning and the firstborn heir in resurrection he is the most exalted one holding first place in everything for God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwelling in Christ. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself. Back to its original intent. Restored to innocence again. You know, God's heart was always for, for his creation to live with him. With, to, the creation to live with the creator. And by what Jesus did on the cross, everything is restored back to that again. But it's only for the people that accept jesus christ that believe in jesus christ as their lord and savior Uh, because the bible says in john 3 verse 16 if you read on in the in the next verses that you're already judged if you don't believe in jesus christ as as our lord and savior Um, because jesus is really that believing in him is really uh, that salvation giving your life to him Uh, so then everything is restored uh, in your in your life and then you'll start to live in the kingdom but Jesus Christ will return then there will be a new heaven a new earth and what everything that he has done on the cross um, now he can fill the universe with his presence for what he did on the cross and his resurrection and now the whole earth can be restored back again so what, what was ha- was gonna happen is when Jesus returns uh, there will be a new earth and a new heaven and uh, the, the, the whole world will be judged by fire, there will be a flood of fire and there will be a new earth and new heaven and Jesus will rule from Jerusalem as a king with his kings uh, and, and, and those are the believers in him his bride that he's going to pick up um, first he's first going to pick up his bride and then he will come back to rule from the new earth and new heaven so that's what happened that's what also happened on the cross so he brought everything back to himself to its original intent because of sin and the the serpent in the garden of eden all these things of the sin came right into the earth but now everything is brought back to the original intent the original intent of god was this that the creation lives in communion with the creator so even though you were once this is verse 21 even though you were once distant from him living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions actions he reconnected you back to himself he released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin, sin payment on your behalf so that you will you would dwell in his presence you see amazing the promise what he the cross the completion the completed work on the cross it's amazing and now there's nothing between you and father god for he sees you as holy flawless and restored if indeed you continue to advance in faith assured of a firm foundation to grow upon so god sees you as a saint he sees you as holy flawless and restored if you If you live this life in faith assured of a firm foundation to grow upon as you to continue to advance in faith is what it says here never be shaken but also if you have Jesus in your life as your Lord and Savior if you are cleansed by the blood and covered by the blood Jesus uh, the Father God sees you as holy flawless and restored and of course you can still sin in your life will still sin but every time if you live this life of repentance this life of living in communion with him you'll be covered with his blood again and again and every sin will be covered again by his blood that's the redemption work of the blood and that's his grace that we can have now never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in and this is the glorious news i preach all over the world so that's so amazing um I'm going to read from chapter 2 and uh, verse 6 to 16. Let's read that together. Uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 16. In the same way you receive Jesus, our Lord and Messiah, by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots go deeply into his life. As you are continually infused with strength, Encourage in every way for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and and enriched by your devotion to him You see that we are um, um, In the faith you we have absorbed and enriched by our devotion to him We're we're being enriched by our devotion to him Beware that no one distracts you or intimidates you in their attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness by pretending to be full of wisdom when they're filled with endless arguments of human logic. You can see this right now also, uh, that tries to come into the body of Christ as human logic or humanistic arguments, Um, but you cannot approach uh, your, you cannot be devoted to Jesus with human logic. For they operate with humanistic and clouded judgments based on the mindset of this world system and not the anointed truths of the anointed one. For he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form, and our own completeness is now found in him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. Through our union with him we have experienced circumcision of heart, you see the law says that you need to be circumcised like uh, physically but now our hearts is something inward what Jesus has done on the cross in his resurrection something inward happened the circumcision of our heart all of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and now is ex- now and is now extinct because of what Christ the anointed one has accomplished for us for we've been buried with him into his death our baptism into death also means we were raised with Him when we believe in God's resurrection power, the power that raised Him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp. But now we've been resurrected out of the realm of death, death never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He er erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were an Adam, has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. So that's why the cross is so important. It's a public display of the cancellation of all of our sins. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner they were his and some people might think that jesus was overcome by evil and that they uh that 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 evil made uh jesus d- their prisoner but actually uh the devil was fooled you know uh, because the devil was just exposed by jesus dying on the cross and jesus erasing from from death the devil was exposed in everything the devil is and the the, the way he uh, um, hold all, uh, gripped all the people in death and and sin. It was all exposed by Jesus on the cross, and that's so amazing. You know, the, one of the characteristics of Jesus is that he says that he is humble. Jesus is humble, and because of his humility as a Lamb of God, the Bible says in Revelation that in the center of the throne is the Lamb of God, is Jesus Christ. It's the center of everything, like the center of the whole universe is, 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 is this Lamb of God and what he did on the cross for us. And, and that's how he overcame everything, uh, death as well, and also the devil and his works. Because the devil was fooled, the devil blinded by pride, right? That's the, that's the way, that's why the devil is fallen, because of his pride. He, he was this shining angel in heaven. And he thought he, would, he he could become like God, and that's when he fell, and uh, that's when um, he was judged and um, also uh, brought to hell. with With the third, uh, the third um, of 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 the angels went with him, the fallen angels, uh, the demons, uh, right right now. But all these demons and the works of the devil were exposed by Jesus, what he did on the cross. And that's so amazing so why would you allow anyone, this is verse 16, so why would you allow anyone to judge you because of what you eat or drink or insist that you keep the feasts, observe new moon celebrations or the Sabbath, all of these were but a prophetic shadow on and the evidence of what would would be fulfilled for the body is now Christ, so everything is now in Christ, it's not a matter of uh, the old covenant law and, and working hard and all these efforts to fulfill that law. It's all fulfilled in Christ. And now all our responsibility to do is to stay in Christ, to live this life in communion with the Holy Spirit, in obedience to Christ. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, that's, that's the amazing gospel. That's the good news we have right now, is what he came to fulfill on the cross. That's why the curse of the law is not on us anymore. That's why it's so important that you know what the law meant, you know, and that it, it was actually also a way of judging us. and But now it's all in Christ. And that's so amazing. It was and all the Sabbath, everything, all the, the feasts were all a foreshadow of Jesus Christ. Now, now everything is in him. Um, like, for example, Jesus Christ is the Lord of the Sabbath. And now in Jesus, in Hebrews 4, it says when we listen to his voice, uh, we can come into Sabbath rest 24-7. We can can have the Sabbath rest in Jesus Christ. So it's not a, a matter of uh, the old law anymore. It's a matter of living in communion with Jesus Christ um, because he's the fulfillment of the law. So it's this inward life with him now. And to finish, I'm going to read are you enjoying this teaching by the way I hope you are I hope you're opening up your Bible with me and uh, doing this Bible study it's so important in in these days that we know the Word of God and have love for the Word of God because there because Jesus Christ is the Living Word of God and if we know the Word of God we get to know our precious Messiah Yeshua so um, Colossians 3 verse 5 to 10. Let's read that to round it up. So this is Colossians. I'm going to read from Coloss- Colossians uh, chapter 3, verse 5 to 10. Live. So this is, now you have a new creation life to, uh, because of what Jesus did on the cross for you and his blood. Now you have a new creation life. So it says here, live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who died to diseases because Jesus took all the diseases on him and by his stripes were healed, right? So that's why you, that's why you can live as one who died to diseases and, and one who died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. And desires, for, and desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. You know, some people still have desires like the world have for money and gaining wealth. But you don't, you know. You need to know that what I read earlier is that the Lord will provide. What Abraham said, the Lord will always provide for everything. If we live for His purpose, He will provide everything in our lives for His purposes. And Matthew six it says you don't have to worry about anything. He will take care of you. Look at the birds. He take, he's taking care of the birds. Uh, and 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 uh, how much more would He take care of you? So you don't have to need to, you don't have to have this desire or this striving to get wealth. I'm not saying that you need to, you, 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 you don't need to work or anything. Of course, you need to work and do your work as unto the Lord. But this, this, uh, like this, uh, uh, restless desire to get wealth because the desire that desire is, is the essence of idol worship. It says here in the Bible. When you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. That's how you once behaved, characterized by your evil deeds. But now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech and lying. Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. You see, because, you know, all the riots and other things that are happening in the world right now, we all know about them, uh, what happened with the coronavirus. Now, there are a lot of riots, there are rages, there's a lot of hatred, but we are, that's, that's, that's our old Adam self. So don't approach, uh, we're in this world, but we're not from this world. So don't try to um, find solutions The world are give, the world is giving. The solution is Jesus Christ and you becoming more and more like him and living like him. Uh, So lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. You know, I know um, people are wearing masks, but I know that the masks, uh, uh, there's also something with a masquerade, you know, spiritual masquerade. I, I believe the Lord wants to take the masks off. We just need the living breath the unfiltered living bread of the living God again like it says in Zechariah um, that is not by might not by power but by my spirit says the Lord also in Isaiah it says that um, in Isaiah 11 verse 4 that Jesus Christ will come you know the Lord will come and he will smite the wicked with his breath and uh, with the rod of his mouth so it's only by his spirit that we live but also The solution for everything that's in the world eventually will be judged by him Uh, for you have acquired new creation life, which is continually being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you, giving you the full revelation of God. That's first Ten. in this new creation life. Your nationality makes no difference or your ethnicity, education or economic status. They matter nothing. For it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. You see here, that's really the solution for the whole world. That in Christ is now, that means everything. Christ means everything and as he lives in every one of us. So now it's all about Christ. It's not about ethnicity. It's not about your skin color. It's not about your education or economic status. That's how the world functions. But we're not from this world system anymore. We're we're living in the system of, of Christ, and it, it's not about our economic status. And I know in the world it's a lot about how much money you make. Uh, the this, The definition of success is so different than the definition of success success in the kingdom. In the kingdom of God, it's really about the, all about the King, because there's no kingdom of God without the King. So if Jesus Christ reigns in your life as the king, you experience the kingdom of God. And that's life in the spirit of God. Life in the spirit of God is peace, joy, righteousness in him, in the spirit of God. That's the kingdom of God is what the Bible says. So it's a totally different system than the world system. It's really living in communion in Christ, living in Christ. So then you have a different mindset. You don't approach your life with the mindset of the world. You have a mindset of Christ you have the mind of Christ so it doesn't matter the ethnicity the nationality the education you had, the economic status we're all one in Jesus Christ that's the beautiful unity we can have in Jesus Christ and it's all because of his beautiful the complete work he has done for us on the cross and his blood that we're all covered by his blood we're cleansed by his blood we're redeemed by his blood we're also healed by his blood there's healing in the blood of Jesus Christ. So what we all read today with this beautiful teaching, it's all fo- all found in Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, and and His blood. So no diseases, no impurity, um, no uh, having a striving for wealth, no um, no uh, racism, no discrimination, no uh, striving for economic status. All these things you can be delivered from it for what Jesus died Jesus took everything on the cross and took everything back to innocence and restoration it, 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 the original intent was for us to be like this to live like this and without shame without any shame of your background of the, your skin color just free from shame and sin because you know when adam and eve they when they they sinned when they disobeyed god they felt ashamed and they, they didn't walk naked anymore with god in communion with god they and 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 god covered them with with skins of animals and the the, the uh, with the, of course uh, the 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 skins of animals also had blood of the animals so they were covered by blood by but now we are covered by the blood the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible also says that he bought us With his precious blood. So now we are free from sin. We were slaves of sin But now we're free of sin and we have eternal life in him now and it means that we are um, For example in the times of slavery when someone uh, uh, someone would buy a slave that new owner uh, you know has that slave he becomes his master jesus is our master now he bought us with his blood so now jesus is our master so we obey him we give our lives to him and we 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 live our lives as as uh as also as um uh free in complete freedom uh also free of shame freedom of sin But also as with gratitude for what He has done for us, we give our lives back to Him. But also because He owns us. The Bible says that He owns us. He bought us with His precious blood. So all these things are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And if you read the New Covenant, the New Covenant we have in Jesus Christ is is sealed with His blood. The Bible also says in Revelation that... um, by the blood of the lamb and the word of her testimony we uh, we overcome uh, satan we overcome evil is because of the blood of the lamb it's all him it's all jesus christ so now it's all uh we have our being we have our lives uh in him in jesus christ so that's without christ there's no life without the holy spirit that's the promise of him that, that he lives in us now by his spirit There's no life. So we need to be born again, as the Bible says in John 3. We all need to be born again by water and spirit. And then you can live this life in Christ. So if you're watching, if you're listening right now to this podcast, and you might uh, feel uh, um, like you're um, convicted of sin or you're convicted of... uh, Maybe you you got some new insight of who Jesus is. I just want to pray a prayer of uh, for you that you also can can uh, that you believe in jesus christ as your lord and savior but also uh, for the people that are just convicted of that you took the work on the cross lightly for what jesus did for you on the cross you took it very lightly you underestimated it but everything was fulfilled in the complete work on the cross and i have truly believe that we need to bring Back to cross in our messages, the cross of Jesus Christ and what He did for us, and we need to lead our lives at the cross. And and the cross is like a portal. Every time, you know Jesus said, "Deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me." You know why He said that? Because then He, the Anointed One, Jesus Christ, can live can live His life through you, and that's that 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 that, that life and fullness of Christ. Uh, the Holy Spirit can live. True, you. The Bible says in Galatians five for sixteen, let your lives be guided by the Holy Spirit, and that's what that's this joyously, uh, that's this is joyful life you have in Christ now, and you can experience that life more and more. But it's so important that we insert that we give ourselves at the cross every day, so that we can be in that glory realm of Him of Christ every day, that fullness of Christ. So. Um, that's why it's so important we especially now uh you have all these messages of um, self-help self-motivational we all become so self-absorbed self-seeking but we need to insert ourselves we need to be become not become so self-conscious but become god conscious and christ conscious is uh, that's when you give yourselves at, at the cross and that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing of the cross, the, the, the completion, the completed work on the cross. Now you can live this life in fullness in Christ. So um, that's why the message of the cross is so important. We need to bring that back into church and preach more about the cross of Jesus Christ. And, the, and we shouldn't underestimate the work he did for us on the cross and his beautiful resurrection so we can experience the resurrection power of him in our lives Uh, so i want to pray close up with prayer if you're watching if you're listening and you want to you want to receive jesus christ in your life as lord and savior pray with me but also pray with me if you're just touched by this message by this 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 teaching i just gave about jesus the cross and his blood just pray with me let's pray together thank you Jesus thank you so much for the cross thank you for your blood that you shed thank you that you paid the price for us that you, thank you that you took our place that you became a curse as the Bible says. you became a curse for us you hung on a tree for us and the Bible says that the one that's hung on a tree that hangs on a tree is a, becomes a curse you became a curse for us Jesus Christ you took the curse of death sicknesses impurity sin on yourself so that we can be free from it now and thank you that you shed your blood on the cross and that you took everything you brought everything back to innocence in you to life in you that so that we can be a new human race in christ that we can become more and more become more like you jesus christ and that we are a race now in the likeness of you yeshua we thank you we praise you for it. thank you father for giving your son for entrusting your son to us and they and, and we accept you we accept your son father we accept him accept him as our lord and savior we accept him as as our bridegroom that's going to pick us up as the bride we accept him as our high priest as the lamb of god but also as the line of judah who will come back and judge and judge the world and reign as the line of judah as the king of kings we accept you as the King in our lives. That you that that we will live in your kingdom that's in us by the Holy Spirit. And, and that we accept this, Lord. We accept what you have done for us on the cross. We receive it. And Lord, we just pray that um, right now I believe what you have. We, we, we confess that we believe that you took every Uh, that you became sin for us on the cross you you took all of my sins on the cross that you bled for me you shed your blood for me so that I I can be free and live with you and have have eternal life God you are my Father Jesus Christ you are my Lord and Savior and Holy Spirit fill me I repent of all of my sins and I receive you and I want to experience your fullness cleanse me with your blood right now Cover me with your blood i want to wear you jesus christ as a as clothing every day of my life i want to advance my walk with you my my journey of faith of becoming more like you holy spirit fill me and help me and guide me in jesus christ's name i pray i thank you i praise you i honor you and forgive me lord if i didn't see you as my lord you are my master my life belongs to you take my life and use it for your glory i thank you i want to be a yielded vessel empty of myself full of your holy spirit and i want to live a life at the cross i want to insert myself give myself at the cross so that i can experience your resurrection power every day teach me more about this lord in jesus christ's name i pray I deny myself, I pick up my cross and follow you, Jesus Christ. I thank you, I praise you, I honor you, I worship you. Thank you, Father Jesus, Holy Spirit. In Yeshua's Messiah's mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Anchor and also subscribe to my YouTube channel or um, you can follow me on Facebook as well, Mark Joshua, Mark with a C, Joshua. I hope you're encouraged by it. I hope you are edified by this. Uh, uh, I pray that the grace of our Master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of our Father God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Love and shalom in Yeshua. Amen. Bye-bye.